The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Here is Jesus is using language from farming and agriculture, and he's saying that there is a ripe harvest. He is, of course, speaking spiritually. What he is saying is that there are many people God is preparing for his kingdom, even right now. Do you believe that the harvest is plentiful? If you don't, then you certainly are not going to be motivated to go out into the field and harvest. I mean, you look out over the fields of the world and you think, there's no harvest. People are not coming to faith in Jesus. People seem to be leaving the faith, the church. People are following after all kinds of philosophies and all kinds of religious beliefs, but not Christianity. How can you say that the harvest is plentiful? Well, I didn't say it. Jesus did. Jesus says the harvest is plentiful. You might say, yeah, but pastor, that was back then. This is now. Times have changed. People are not into Christianity like that. Well, truth is people were never into Christianity. People were never into the true God. He came to earth to make himself clearly known. And what did we do? Yeah, we rejected him and we crucified him. And then those disciples of his who went around spreading the good news of salvation through him, well, they all got martyred. So times have not changed. Yet the harvest is plentiful. It was back then, and history has proved that, and it is today. Ask yourself, has Jesus ever led you astray? Has he ever lied to you? If he says the harvest is plentiful, it's plentiful, and maybe, just maybe our perspective has to change. And we have to really believe his words. Sometimes Christians in general, and churches in particular, exist simply to gather together for friendship and for fellowship and for fun. And the truth is that Christians should love one another, absolutely. And they should live in community. And they should serve one another, absolutely. But the church exists primarily to introduce people who don't know Jesus to Jesus. And sometimes we can get content with our own salvation and forget that there is a world out there that God sent his son to die for. He loves that world. And he wants to harvest them. Bring them into the fold. Bring them into the kingdom. Bring them into the church. And so God is sending Christians to love and to serve and to speak with non-Christians about Jesus that the seed of the gospel would take root in their heart and in their life, that it would cause new growth and new life, that they would become new people, bearing much fruit in good deeds and faith and love because of the change that Jesus wrought in their heart and in their life. He says the harvest is plentiful. How many people do you think God could use us to see come to faith and newness of life and eternal life in Jesus. How many? So instead of seeing the church as the place where our perceived needs are met, rather we see the church as the place where we are trained, taught, 
so that we might leave the four walls of the church and bring the love and life of Jesus to others and celebrate in that faith that we have the privilege of seeing other people move closer to Jesus and some even come to faith in him. How can this happen? Well, what is the selected strategy that Jesus uses? That his people would be outward focused, not just inward focused. And that they would have a love for non-Christians and the places they live. And that their heart's desire would be to bring the love and truth of Jesus to as many people as possible. Well, Jesus actually models this strategy himself, doesn't he? He is sent by God the Father. He is God the Son. He is sent into human history. He is sent as a missionary. He says this repeatedly in the Gospels, particularly John's. says, the Father has sent me. So Jesus is a missionary sent into time, sent into a place, sent to a people and a culture and a language to bring the love and the life of God among them. That's the model. Jesus is also ascending God. He sends his followers into cities, into towns, into schools, into businesses, into homes to love, to serve, to seek the well-being of all people and to see the salvation of as many people as is possible. So he sends them out. And what he tells them is that the harvest is plentiful, plentiful and there is great opportunity that there are many people whom God has already been working on and working in and opening their heart toward Jesus. And they need someone who knows and loves Jesus to come and serve them and speak to them, to answer their questions and to see them come to a life-saving, eternal, life-giving relationship with Jesus. If we take Jesus' words to be true, we need to plan and prepare for the harvest. There should be a sense of hope and enthusiasm and excitement that we don't just exist for survival, but we exist for the salvation of others. And there should be a great joy and an anticipation, a sense of urgency and expectation. Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And so we're going to do that right now. Lord Jesus, we do thank you that you were sent on a mission by the Father to seek and to save those of us who were lost, and there are many. We thank you that not only are you a sent Savior, you're a sending Savior who sends us on the same mission to bring the good news of your person and work to as many as possible. Thank you that you send us out. I pray for all of us right now that you'll be stirring in our hearts what is our calling, what is our ministry, what part of the harvest will we serve in. And Jesus, it's wonderful we get to be a part of what you're doing. We get to see lives changed. We get to see people meet you become family, brothers and sisters. We get to meet people whom you have made our friends forever. We get to rise from death and spend forever with the people that we enjoy seeing come to faith through the harvest. 
So we pray for our Lutheran Church Canada and its leaders. Keep them focused and leading in the mission you gave your church. We pray for all our people in the church that they may be filled with your spirit to go where you lead. We pray for opportunities. Make a way for us to do what you call us to do. We pray that we would serve passionately and give generously and take you Take and that that you would keep before us this great vision of a magnificent harvest because we believe the Bible and the words of Jesus that the harvest is plentiful. But you but God, you said the workers are few. So we're asking, send more laborers so we could see a bigger harvest. In Jesus' name, Amen.